Very quickly before we start this episode, we just want to ask a massive favor from the audience. If you could please leave us a review wherever you're listening, whether on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else, it'd be a massive help for us in growing audience. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to another episode of How Do You Survive Your Twenties? My name is Jonah. I'm Joe, and today we are joined, joined by, by the last, last day, day on Earth podcast, podcast host, Adrian, Adrian and Michelle. And Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> that was like you go, practiced sync. it, but then also disregarded any practice that you'd done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my own soul, Jonah. <laughs> like Joe was just saying it, and Jonah's looking at you trying to like time it of like, no, yeah. quick, no, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just focus on what i'm saying okay <laughs> together oh it was beautiful <laughs> yes well thank you very much for for coming on and um, for our listeners if you're not aware we d- recorded a episode for their podcast about two three weeks ago now it's up on their their podcast make sure you check it out as- after you've listened to this episode mm-hmm. so uh adrian's been on before <laughs> Uh, we had a great episode with him. What's <laughs> <laughs> we had a great episode with him about uh, growing up British. But Rochelle, this is your first time. It is so, my first would you like time. to introduce yourself to our beautiful audience? Hi, my name is Rochelle. Who are you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you've done such a good job for me. Um, I'm Rochelle. I am Adrian's co-host on Last Day on Earth podcast. Um, I'm really interesting. And I'm struggling to think of any interesting facts. But honestly, <laughs> I'm the funny one. Is basically mm. how I'd sum up our relationship. Mm. It's, but I feel like you and I are the equivalent of each other. I am. Podcast, so I'm our Jonah. Would you really say you're the funny one? <laughs> wow, that was too... <laughs> I was joking. That was too wow. serious, Joe. I was just wondering, like, is that why? <laughs> I was just joking. I mean, we came on to be guests, and I feel like we've come on as therapists. I think this is just a continuation of the last episode that when you were on ours. The real reason we gathered you all here today... Uh, <laughs> So, uh, for those who don't know what the Last Day on Earth podcast is, um, I'm what you're doing with your life. But for those who don't know, could you please explain to them what it is? No, I can. go do I some research. Oh wow! <laughs> Have to do everything for them. Uh, right, and there it is. Yeah, there I'm offended. I'm offended. The relationship between me and Adrian. I was like, yeah, <laughs> explain it, and Adrian's like, no. Right. No. So basically, going back to. He's not Come even on, Adrian, be better. Come on. Okay, I'll be better. So, I'm Michael Jordan, Rochelle's Scotty Pippen. Excellent. We're going to stop this right here because <laughs> all he's done is found another group to say that he's superior to everyone else. This is not a case of you being the Beyonce and everyone else being the Latoya. No, and that's why I said I'm Michael Jordan. I'm Michael Jordan, you're Scotty Pippen. I'm LeBron James, there, like... you're the rest of the LA Lakers. That's fair, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I only I only prepared a so basketball uh, metaphors. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. Last day on Earth is just a very narcissistic <laughs> podcast all about Adrian. That's yeah. what he wants it to be, basically. Um, on Last Day on Earth, you know, we we asked uh, our guests. We have guests on usually um, from all walks of life. Um, we asked them what they would do on the Last Day on Earth um, through random questions such as what would be your last meal who would you want to spend it with um what are the good questions that we asked <laughs> we don't ask good questions we just have great people <laughs> oh, that, that's good 
like you two. Oh, oh thank you so much. Really Born a charmer, me. Born a charmer. I mean, I'd say your episodes. Top and you can find <laughs> out of out of seven. <laughs> out of seven. <laughs> Amazing. And you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts. Everywhere, and mate. So please make literally sure you check them out after the episode. Everywhere. You can literally just, corner shop. Yeah, you could do an Oprah and just shout it out into the universe, and the podcast will come to you. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> you laugh, but it's true. Anyway. It's true. <laughs> uh, did you want to tell our lantern story now, Joe? Do you want to tell our lives and stuff? Yeah. So Adrian made the, the comment about how sometimes we can believe our, our lives can be a tad mundane and um, uh, but really it could be turned into a sitcom. So uh, as some of you may be aware, it was the Lantern Festival uh, this weekend because it was the first full moon of the Chinese, since the Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a friend, I still have a friend, <laughs> and she gave, she gave me some, some Chinese lanterns and she said... Uh, it was only a couple of days ago so things might have changed but um (laughs) she gave us some chinese lanterns and she's like would you and jonah like to to light them and and set them off and stuff and i was like yeah that'd be really kind thank you so i picked them up and uh all covid secure and all that kind of stuff and then we 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 have some other friends from a different household so we met up with them in the the park and so there's two of them two of us Uh, and uh and they kind of lit it and, you know, they had their wishes and stuff and they lit it off. And it was just like a really nice moment. And I was like, oh, wow. It was really cool to see a lantern in real it life. It just kind of like felt wild. like it felt a little bit of hope, right? <laughs> so then me and Jonah had ours, right? And we <laughs> we wrote our wishes on, you know, it's been a rough year. And we were kind of talking about it and the challenges that we had and so on. And we lit it and oh. and then they set, off, it set on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, Joe was holding it, waiting for like the hot air to go into the yeah. lantern to light off. And like, why is this not like picking off? Like, it just wasn't floating. And Joe turns the lantern around, like, oh, it's on fire. That's why. Okay, it's good. And we're like stood around like a really grassy area, so we can't just like drop it. So we have to like run over to the concrete. We're like, hold. Joe's holding this lantern that's on fire. Drop it on the floor. I'm like, well, we just gotta stump it out. Stump our dreams. Just <laughs> stump. Well, so we stump out this. Yeah, so we stomp out this fire, and thankfully nothing happened. But it's just like, oh well, there's our hopes and dreams. And we literally just saw uh, the writings of our hopes and dreams for this year just burnt out in ashes on the floor. Oh, good, good, good. I was just like, oh, well, there you go. Anyway, on that note, um, <laughs> let's uh, get to know Rochelle a little bit better. Uh, whenever we have a new guest on the show, we like to ask what them the start. same, the same questions to get. How's your bag of socks, mate? <laughs> Tell me about it, Adrian. No, Tell honestly, me. About I, it. I can't speak about myself after that. Imagine. I'm sat here full of hope and like love for 2021, and then these two are just like everything's gonna burn. Literally, like literally <laughs> anything you say now, even if you said like, "Oh, I hate old people," wish the the worst on them, like you'd still sound better than them. <laughs> In all fairness, maybe that's a great oh, way gosh. for our episode to uh, to start. It's like anything we say, it's gonna be better than that. <laughs> but when you hit fair, rock bottom it's only up from her so it, it is just mine and jonah's hopes and dreams that have burned yeah. everyone else is i think it's going to be fine our two so. friends th- their hopes and dreams are flying yeah. high at the moment oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're, well, so. we're a part of your 2021 yeah we're dragging you down <laughs> with us we're going down you're coming with us rochelle it's okay yeah. in the name of friendship i'll come i'm Don't gonna so oh, i'm gonna stay here <laughs> that's all right <laughs> Adrian's like, I'll drag myself down. <laughs> hey, hate to miss out on that bad boy. Like. 
anything to get me out the house. Anyway, <laughs> let's get to know Rochelle a little bit better. Um, are you Android or iPhone? iPhone. Sold my soul many years ago. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Uh, takeout or restaurant? Oh. Restaurant for the added mm. joy of people watching. All restaurants. Um, they're all restaurants. All restaurants. Um, I'm known for being the person that's like, let's try this place. And everyone's like, I didn't know it existed. Um, but if I had to pick one right now, I'm missing Bundabust, um, which is like a vegetarian Indian place, which is great. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's good. Yeah, yeah. There uh, you go. Check them out. Yeah. What's your favorite karaoke song? My favorite karaoke song? There are two. Two go-tos. Um, Misery I don't business. think you understand the concept of favourite. but okay, No, but this is on. the point, because if it's like... No, it depends on my mood. If it's like slightly angsty, throwback to teen-ish years, it's Misery Business mm. by Paramore. And then if it's mm. We're Already on a Party, Let's Continue the Party, it's Dancing in the Street by Martha and the Vandellas. Do, 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 do. I like it, those are good choices. Exactly, like that <laughs> intro gets you every time. Shoulder dancing every time. What's that? What's that? That intro too, though. Yeah, exactly. Everyone gets excited, and then you have to like let them down when you start singing. When I was, <laughs> yeah. when I was fifteen, I really wanted a girlfriend with bright orange hair and one blonde streak down the down the. I think front you, at fifteen, it. you just really wanted a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, that's all Adrian's comments. Fifteen, I really wanted a girlfriend. And anyway, moving on. <laughs> You know what, guys? You were uh, really nice to me last time I was on, but you're just showing off because Rochelle's here, right? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone knows it. <laughs> because all you did you was insult them when they came on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, LeBron James? Sorry, I couldn't hear you there. <laughs> <laughs> Worst job you've ever had, Rochelle? Worst job I ever had. Um, oh, gosh. Um, when I came back from traveling, I got a job at an energy company and I was there for two weeks. And they had like some coverage in the national newspaper that their prices and their rates were really cheap. So loads of people moved over to them, but they had no infrastructure. So they had loads of customers, but no way of tracking anything. And then every now and then we'll just send people a bill for six months and be like, you owe us a thousand pounds. So all we had was complaints. Um, so I left really quickly. <laughs> Um, but it was awful oh, while I was there, just sat there like, everything's on fire. <laughs> 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 I don't want to be here. You come in Monday morning, 9am, oh, everything's on fire. <laughs> like, Fair enough. This isn't great. But yeah, I left pretty quick. Yours a thousand pounds, flipping, eh? Mm. And uh, what was your most embar oh, aim embarrassing moment in your 20s? Um, we might cover this later, but I... I'm not that sort of person. Um, the more <laughs> I... Oh, all right. It's all right for some, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I'm just a great human being, yeah. so... Just... I'm not really as weird as you guys, so I don't have these. <laughs> no, it's not that I don't do things that are embarrassing. Sorry, can I just say, Adrian pulls the funniest faces. Uh, if we could get a screenshot. <laughs> I can't tell if he's really angry on no, his own or something. Really no, it's, it's because it's not about him. Sort your lighting out, oh. come on. Yeah, LeBron James cannot go in more than five minutes without being spoken about. Otherwise, he dies. That's the legend of LeBron James. Right, let's get five minutes in, guys. Come on. Um, <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. um, no, but I was thinking about this, and um, the most embarrassing moment of my 20s is probably one that then carried on through my 20s, making friends with Adrian. 
and it's proceeded into <laughs> Joe, can you kick me out of the Zoom call, please? Just kick me out. I'm not brave enough to kick myself out. You trapped up. me. <laughs> I was going to say, like, stop. <laughs> the oh, thing dear. is, I can say that because... It's completely like true. That. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie. Like. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, dear. Like, you're not going to like elaborate no or explain. Be... or You're just going to leave it there. <laughs> explain what? My most embarrassing experience <laughs> ever is becoming friends with this guy. No, let's be fair. <laughs> That's clearly a joke. But, like, you haven't said what the theme of like the episode is but we'll get onto it but i'm the sort of person where I, I don't really get embarrassed even if something happens and it's like mm, that's a bit awkward i just sort of laugh and move on so even if i stand here oh, and okay. i'm like that'd be nice let me mm. sit here and think like i was on my way to a meeting once realized my lap was a bit warm looked in front of me and realized the baby next to me was peeing and there was just a golden arch from the baby into <laughs> my lap. but i wasn't embarrassed by it i was like oh that's not great got off the bus my dress was a bit wet walked a bit the dress was dry because i was in a really hot country but i was just like i just really want to go and change but you start like but... <laughs> no didn't like didn't smell like the baby must have been really well hydrated, hydrated but, baby. The rest of my... <laughs> but the rest of my team were just like I can't silver that. linings you know <laughs> hydrated baby it was a, a little homeless baby that had no trousers on just a red bit of string around its waist and spoilers that is not a good replacement for a nappy oh, i'll bear right. that in mind, I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> as a parent yeah as the only one on the call as a parent yeah you surely write that one down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got any string <laughs> no i've heard that doesn't work <laughs> Amazing. Well, so for today's episode, it was Adrian, I believe, who had this idea. I have all the ideas. I have to come onto your podcast and give you content. It's like, what? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, so Adrian had the idea of discussing on an episode movies you should watch while you're in your 20s, which we think is a really good idea. So we've come up with some movies ourselves that we personally think is definitely worth watching if you're in your 20s, and we're just going to go around and discuss them. We are, but... Adrian, uh, so we said three each, didn't we, as, as like a maximum. How many did you bring, Adrian? Right. I have an app, um, which I... Overachiever. He's a people pleaser. I have an app where every time that I watch a film, I can log it and rate it. Oh, gosh. Right? You can also make lists. Okay. For example, here are all the Harry Potter lists, uh, Harry Potter films. And I've ranked them from favorite to least favorite. So I made a list on my app called. Such a memorable list. (laughs) (laughs) What's the name of the app? Letterboxd. In all fairness, what is the name of the app? Because it sounds great. Letterboxd. What is it again? The name of the app? Anyway, I made a list. (laughs) Nope, still not going to tell us. Sorry, you're just frozen. Doesn't care. I made a list. What's, what's the name of the What's the name of the app, Adrian? Fourth time. No, you're froze. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you still not answered. Letterbox. Yeah, we can, Letterbox. We can, we've been able to hear you this whole time. Letterbox. 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 Okay. Jonah, we are the same person. And I made I made a list <laughs> called Millennial Movies for the Soul. 
Um, I know you asked for three, but I have 12. Did you not think to edit it? No, no, no. I'll talk about three. I'll talk about three films, three. and then I'll just oh. do a shout out for the rest. That sounds good. That's good. That sounds good. Don't go on then, Adrian. Do you, <laughs> you want to go first? No, I don't actually. Just confirm. Are we go are we doing all three each, and then are we just going to go one each, and then go around and see at what time it gets to? Uh, I I say one each. Yeah. And okay. then maybe. Yeah. I'm going to do one film, yeah. and then do eleven shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm not going first. Rochelle can go first. Oh, you're not going. All right, just completely ignore me. All right. <laughs> Rochelle, would you like to go first? To do a thing, and he's like, no. Right. <laughs> yeah. Adrian, what did you expect was going to happen on the podcast? On. No, look, right. Come on, Espanol. You've got the ball, right? You're you're running towards the hoop, right? Oh, you are LeBron James, <gasps> and you've got someone next to you asking for the ball. Of course, you're going to run and dunk that. You're going to pass the ball. Like I said, all the metaphors that I have for today are basketball <laughs> themed. <laughs> I don't understand. You've just passed the ball. I'm so confused. <laughs> I, yeah, you literally passed the ball to Rochelle. Rochelle. Shouldn't you start the podcast then? I, 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 honestly, let's think about this. Of the two of us, who <laughs> likes films? You. Whose idea was this episode? You. Who doesn't want to start? You. Guess who's starting? <laughs> you. Because you're giving me so much grief. Actually, do you know what? It was actually Joe's idea. This was actually Joe's idea. I suggested we talk about. Yeah, films. it was my idea. But I, it's because I. So I listened to you. I listened to your show, and you, I, like episode. you talk about films very, uh, pretty Every much, yeah. Episode. And you talk about. I think I missed one. I'm sorry. No, no. Adrian <laughs> talks about it every single episode. Oh, I see. Right. I <laughs> thought you were like, how committed are you, Joe? You've been on the podcast. We know you're committed. I'm sorry, Joe. Do you want to um, ask the yeah, same so question to Rochelle? Every... Ask her how many of your episodes she's listened to. No, I don't. I'm afraid of the answer. But like... Um, <laughs> Adrian's so rude. Adrian... You've got more episodes and I have... I have not listened to as many. No, I think I've probably listened That's to okay. the same amount of your episodes as you have ours. I just haven't listened to all of your Great. episodes because you have way more. There's a lot of content. We do, we do. We What's content. your favourite one, Rochelle? I, they did one recently with someone about dating in your 20s and there was loads of like really uh, good advice. Candace. It was like, yeah, she was like, I like her. She seems really fun. She was really good. Mm. She's really good. Yeah. She's, yeah, we... It was good she was on the episode because uh, I was an idiot. Yeah, so. sucks to um, no, interesting. <laughs> I hadn't listened to their episodes. Interesting that you just described exactly what it says on the subnosis. <laughs> you know what? All right, guys, let's just get oh, back to the yeah. movies, okay, before you all fall <laughs> out. This film. is why I was like... <laughs> right. Oh, guys, man. friends, lovers of the show, the first film that I came to my mind when I was thinking of well, it, well, don't go for the first one. What is the number one on your list that you would most recommend for someone in their twenties to watch? Oh, Jonas, haven't it? Jonas. Yeah. Well, I really, I really want to know the answer to this. because he's got twelve. Like he's a big movie guy. I really want to know what it yeah, is. Also, they didn't come to mind. They're just on his list. Right. I'm really scared. <laughs> well, I'm sure they've at least quickly braced past his mind on the way to the list. So <laughs> I'm really scared that like <laughs> we've not this suspense to this answer. <laughs> And that's all we've got time for, guys. Really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week for the answer. Right, okay, no, I'll shut up now. It's not entertaining or fun, and I'm sure you're losing lots of followers because of this. Um, the film 
that I feel was the most important for me in my 20s is a film. Can I guess? Yes. Oh my gosh, just Can I guess. guess. <laughs> is it Five Hundred yes. Days of Summer? It is. No yes. way! Really? Go on. I know you. I am your friend. <laughs> I think, I think it's because we've definitely watched that film more than once together. <laughs> no, we've never watched it together. I've only seen it oh, once. Really? Was it not with me? This is hilarious. Yeah. No, it wasn't with you. Right. But I really wanted so, to watch it. What with Adrian? With you. <laughs> yeah. How sweet. So I watched I watched that film when I was nineteen. And obviously at that age you don't really have like serious relationships, like when you're a teenager at least. But then as I grew older, I got wiser, um, that film very quickly became my breakup film. So every time that I a relationship would end, I would watch that film. And every time that I would return to it and rewatch it, um, I would get something new from it. And I would I would learn something else. Not just about the film, but like about myself, about the relationship that I had just been in and stuff. It sounds really deep, but <laughs> it's true. If you haven't seen it, it's about a guy who is basically just looking for love. Like, not just love, but he's looking for the one. Um, and that is literally all that, yeah, that's all that is in his mind. He's looking for the one true love of his life. And he meets this girl that he just completely falls for. And she's just not that into it. Um, and so the reason it's called 500 Days of Summer is because the story kind of like tells you of like the 500 days that they spend together. And it goes backwards and forwards in their relationship as you find out. And she's called and Summer. she's called right? Summer. Yeah. That's why it's called 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. But I just think like it's such a perfect film. It teaches you about relationships it teaches you about becoming an adult it teaches you about leaving behind childish things the soundtrack is incredible it's a great like you've got regina specter you've got simon and garfunkel <laughs> hall of notes does that not mean anything to anyone anymore yeah yeah that's yeah the hall of notes song um mm -hmm. it's just absolutely amazing and the reason that it was so important for me and my 20s was because I think as human beings, we have this like subconscious need to control things around us, um, where we work, where we live, what friends we have, what activities we do, what we fill our time, like in, in our spare time, what we fill that time with. And then we get into a relationship and we realize that as much as we want to, we cannot control other people. And we can especially not control the feelings of other people. And that was a huge awakening. Not because I'm a sociopath that wants to control the people I'm in relationships with, but because... <laughs> I'm a sociopath. <laughs> hey, it's really um, relatable to me. So. But because that is something that you're never really taught as a child or as a teenager, that there will come a time when you will fall head over heels for someone you will ha you will have what is in your mind just the most perfect thing ever but then the other person just isn't feeling it like you're feeling it and mm. 
that just destroys everything and you just have this desire in you and you just have this thing inside of you that you know if they just change that one thing if they just thought differently about me then maybe it would work and we would have such a perfect thing but the reality is that it just doesn't work like that we can't control other people and can't control other people's feelings <sighs> yeah lots of feelings with that i think it's it's particularly <laughs> it's particularly powerful because in the end they i mean spoiler uh, it's gonna be spoilers in this episode <laughs> by the way just you should watch these films that. but here's how they all finish <laughs> <laughs> um particularly powerful is because they meet don't they um joseph gordon lever and zoe de chanel i've no idea what the characters names are summer, her name is um, summer. Like, yeah her na- <laughs> oh summer yeah there you go <laughs> whoa what a twist and his name is tom by the way summer and winter tom all right and uh, sh- um, they meet and, you know, like she ends up marrying this other guy. And it's like, well, why? What was wrong with me? And and she just says, well, I'm just I'm just sure with this guy. And it's it's never it's not necessarily to do with the person. It's just ne- sometimes to do with the feelings. You just can't force yeah. those things. And there's mm-hmm. nothing you could do to change. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I'm, I'm with Adrian. You know, you're, you kind of think when things don't go your way, what can I have done differently? You know, so on, so on. and they, I guess there are some times, you know, oh, well maybe I shouldn't run over a dog or something like that. But <laughs> <laughs> you say that as if it's an active decision, what? if and when it happens. So I probably shouldn't have done <laughs> that. Like, oh, I think that's my girlfriend's dog. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna run over it. Speaking of psychopaths, <laughs> <so. laughs> but goodness, but um, but yeah, and it, 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 it's like Adrian was saying, it's just not in anyone's hands. It's just la vie. It's just life, and yeah. uh, is what say it la vie. is. Why are you laughing at that? <laughs> I just try and be fancy for one moment. <laughs> you won't let me have it. Like. Never. Um, yeah, and, and genuinely, like that's that's one of the things that I love the most about it is that although it's not really a happy ending, it is a happy ending because he learns so much from that relationship to the point that he really wanted to be an architect, but he just kind of gave up on that dream and started working for a, a greeting card mm. company that's where he met her but because of that breakup and because of like those feelings that he had and felt and then just those feelings being completely destroyed that kind of like woke him up and he started you know thinking about himself again he started thinking about his dreams again started actually focusing on himself rather than just trying to find the one um and I think as well, like, y- I mean, you said, like, it was, like, you know, it wasn't, like, a typical happy ending. But, I mean, it was a happy ending for Summer, though. Like, mm. she did get her happy ending. And I think when in those situations, you have to realize that, okay, it's not my time, but it is this person's time to have their happy ending. And you just kind of have to accept yeah. it. And if you really love them as much as you say you did, you would allow them to have their happy ending. And just realize, mine hasn't come yet, and I just got to push through a little yeah. bit harder. No, that's true. I think the I've one been sat here half giggling through this like discussion of the film. <laughs> um, step one because it was one of the films that was on my list, um, but also, do you want to hear a funny story? Not really. Mm. Always. Oh yeah. So, sure. Pipe down. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, what's this um, piece of hair like, See, again, it wasn't going to be about Adrian, so now he's talking about his funny hair. Go get some <laughs> scissors. No one can see your hair, Adrian. <laughs> it's it's <a> fine. <laughs> um, 
I mean, and that is a ridiculously long strand yeah, of hair. Save it for a camera. Anyway, carry on, Rochelle. We'll need it one day. Um, <laughs> save it. <for> <laughs> Ooh, it's like a claw. Love you. Um, so I, when I started advertising <laughs> the film, me and the person yeah. I was dating at the time were like, "Oh, like it looks really good. It's got a great soundtrack. It looks like it'll be really fun. Let's go see it." Sure. So um, we're walking into town, and like things have been a bit weird. And on the walk into town, we break up and they're like, no, 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 let's carry on having like the day that we'd planned. And I was so in shock that I was just like, yeah, don't. Literally, looking back on it, the weirdest thing ever. Um, so we'd planned to like go to the cinema. We're still going to break up. Let's still go on this day <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah, but I paid for the cinema. So we're both going. So, so it was like, we're going to the cinema, we're getting food. I just moved into like a new house, my third year at uni house. So we were like going to get like a housewarming present. Um, and that was the film that we went to see. <laughs> oh, wow. So we're sat wow. in the cinema and I'm just like, I am him. And like, we come out of the <laughs> cinema and he just looks. Oh, so he, he broke up with you. Yeah. And then we went to see 500 and, Days have... of Summer. Oh gosh. That is so he should have He should have broken up with you after watching that film. That's like, mm. do you know, I realized something. I realized yeah. that this, in no. the long run, we're just not going to be happy. Yeah, but. no. Broke up on the walk into town. Then watch this film. We oh come out, gosh. and I just look at him, just like, uh, and he's just like, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I think we can read. I still remember this. Sometimes you can read too much into like art and films and stuff. I don't think there are any parallels. And I was like, you're a fool. And then we went, you're <laughs> like, went to lunch to get some food, and I was like crying into my scarf, just like. <laughs> a week later, we got back together, and then the next day, we like broke up again. So it was definitely not a like functional relationship, Ooh. but. That film now just I'm reminds so me confused. of the weirdest breakup ever. Well, not the weirdest breakup oh ever. It's been weirder, but it was just <laughs> a very odd day. Mm, but I still I think that it's a film mm, that is worth a watch because it is great. Mm. <laughs> anyway, on that note, so what was what's what's your film, Rochelle? What's your number one? So, linked to Five Hundred Days of Summer, because um, I think in your twenties you go through a lot of dating and like there's lots of questioning and you're still finding yourself and i think in your early adult years like there's a lot of um like learnings about yourself and also how other people interact but i think coming out of the schooling system and how people think people interact is very different to how adults do um and there's a film called he's just not that into you <laughs> and i think as like Adrian was talking about 500 days of summer and sort of like mentioned that phrase but this film is all about that um it's like oh no but he did this and it's like no like if he was interested you would know like if the person was interested they would make the effort and I think that sometimes as much as you can have your friends like cheering you on being like no you're great like of course he wants you of course like you're going to be in a relationship everything mm. will work out fine I think also it's great to have the balance of someone else on the other side just being like if he hasn't called he doesn't want to call like like he's not that busy he could have found some time like if he's seen your mm. message and he hasn't replied like ma like and it's he broke up with you on the way to the cinema Honestly, <laughs> like, he's probably he's not that into you i just, like, just don't Spoilers. understand the logic behind that oh, honestly word. i don't really know what the thought process was with that one um yeah. but it's all about um like the challenges of reading and like misreading human behavior and how like going through your 20s and interacting with people from different circles and stuff people interact in ways that you're not used to but there are certain things that you could probably read into 
that would be a clear indicator but I think going from like high school where it's just like oh yeah he's bullying me which means he's, he likes me no he means he doesn't care about your feelings <laughs> like spoilers <laughs> as adults yeah. that isn't like acceptable behavior um and I think that it's yeah. when people are going <laughs> through I don't know what happens when you're when you're 15 it's flirting but when you're 25 it's emotional abuse yeah (laughs) there's a slight switch um and i think that as much as friends you want to be like the cheerleader for your friends um i think there's also problem just being a bit honest sometimes and just being able to say maybe you should move on (laughs) like maybe it's time that you fixated on knitting or a cat like this person isn't the place and all the healthy like, things in life exactly, yeah. cake. um there are other ways and places that you should like channel your interests but i think that dating films are always like a stable in your 20s because it's like you're leaving high school and you're more likely to find like a serious relationship or someone that will break up with you on the way to the cinema you know those those key things um but it's a great film and every now and then it's like a good one to rewatch and just to be like no, I, I don't need to just pretend that this is going to work out. Actually, I can just invest my time and my efforts elsewhere. Mm. It's a great film. That's good. I've never seen that before. So no, maybe I'll definitely <coughs> give that a watch. Who's in it? Who stars Jennifer in it? Aniston. Um, I'm not good with like actors and actresses. Jennifer Aniston oh, okay. is in it. Um, that person I do know. And I like, do recognise oh. them. Oh, it's just like a rom-com yeah. kind of thing. Mm. It's a rom-com, but oh, also okay. just like a bit of a slap in the face. Like it's a great film. have you thought about doing (laughs) film reviews Rochelle (laughs) great slap in the face (laughs) not to watch after breaking up with your boyfriend (laughs) yeah no um it's got lots of people along with those two films um I think the other one that I also had in the same vein was like Legally Blonde I was like I get the same message from that one too he just didn't see her worth and she (laughs) went off and how hard is it to get into Harvard Law so all three of those I would recommend (laughs) I've never seen Legally Blonde. You should invest your time. I've never seen Legally Blonde. It's great. It's one of the reasons one of my friends became a lawyer. Like, it inspired her to go to law school. Legitimately. I've heard a lot of people are also in the same boat. Like, I heard that did inspire a lot of people to go into law. Well, it inspired Donald Trump as well. Because, like... Stop it. I saw that too. The speech speech that that she gives at the very, very end of the film. (laughs) He copied it, like, almost word for word. It was embarrassing. (laughs) But anyway, it's crazy. He's literally like he's copied and pasted it, gone through and like changed like two like tiny words like to alter the sentences, but means the exact yep. same thing. And then they've shown clips side by side of like uh, Reese Witherspoon giving a speech, and then Donald Trump, and it's literally the same thing. But the thing is, like Donald Trump didn't write that speech. So what <laughs> what happened is the person who wrote that speech for Donald Trump couldn't give a rat's backside, yeah. and he's like, Donald Trump's not gonna know. So he just copied, just co- literally copy and paste like a, like you do it when you're 13. Yeah. You copy and paste and like, here you go. Go to a thesaurus, change some words. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet he's reading it and he's like, this is genius. This is such good writing. My dog's These not called words. Buster. Like, I'll change that. <laughs> Amazing. And so, Joe, what is your number one recommended movie? Oh, uh, okay. All right. So... Here's the thing, we right? I friends. thought. No. We started. <laughs> it, um, I I've kind of felt a little bit of pressure to give like a, for like a more, um, grown-up film choice, not an adult film. <laughs> I was going to say, like, where are you going with this, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was that sort <laughs> of podcast. kind of legally blonde, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I just have to stick true to my colors. Yes. 
And so the film that I want to recommend is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That is such a good film. Yes, <laughs> thank you, Rochelle. Adrian thank is looking not so, so, much. <laughs> so Thank prudent. you so much. I watched it last night. <laughs> let me let me describe why I, I we would recommend this. This is going to be a long film. description, I feel, too. <laughs> I watched this a couple of weeks ago and let me... loved it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great film. Thank you, it's Rochelle. It's a great film. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, LeBron your James. Words, your words said one thing, Adrian, yeah. but your your tone said another thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great. Oh, yeah. I love you. I love you. I said I love you. Okay. okay. So apart. <laughs> I said, apart from it being Oscar awarded film. Okay. Admittedly for best animation, but still Oscar awarded. <laughs> All right. Uh, and great for diversity and representation and normalizing things like that. Apart from that, I think it's just really good at representing the the great soundtrack as well. Just oh, really amazing going. soundtrack! Yeah, it's great soundtrack. for going on for a run. You should uh, really, alone, really, really <laughs> let me sing it for you now. <laughs> sing me some there songs from it. Hey, you're my soundtrack. Love that one. Yeah. And What's Up Danger? That's another good one. Mm. Anyway, so apart from representing a lot, I think it's actually just really good at representing not fitting in or not living up to people's expectations. Mm -hmm. Well, that's like the theme of Spider-Man, right? It's like yeah. the nerdy guy not fitting in. Exactly. But I think it's slightly amplified. And well, that, yeah, that's why I think a lot of people really relate to Spider-Man because he doesn't, he doesn't fit in, but he... <coughs> You know, he's still the hero. Getting emotional about it, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> I am. But yeah, I, I think that's the thing. That it just relates to a lot of people, and especially that not fitting in, but and not necessarily going down the path that everyone was expecting him to. But it's about him finding his own path and finding his own kind of self-confidence. And I think that's a lot of what you do in your 20s. You know, you grow up and you go through the education system and you know, you, you kind of follow the line that your parents or the people you're up to kind of set for you. You get to your 20s and you do university or, or whatever, and then you start to realize, oh, actually, maybe I don't like that, but what do I do? You know, people invested in that kind of stuff. But I think it's just a really good representation, again, of you've got to do what makes you happy. You've got to do what you're passionate about. You've got to uh, you find something that uh, makes you happy and helps you to enjoy life. Um, and apart from being just like a you know great comedy and and you know just pulling on your heartstrings throughout, so that that would be my recommendation. And I just love Spider Man. And I just thought I can't not include a superhero film because <laughs> they mean a lot to me. <laughs> no, that, that's true. Yeah, it's made a big impact on me. Do you know what actually life. the the line that I really like from from this film is how do you know if you're ready? And then Spider Man says you don't. It's a leap of faith. And I really, really like that because you it's kind of like what you were saying before about the guy and the architect thing um, is he didn't know because he in the in the end, he sorry, this is in 500 days of summer. Tom, I think he said his name mm -hmm. was he, he he has to give up his job and he has to try and become an architect. But that's something he's already tried to do and failed. And so he had to take that leap of faith. And I think in your 20s, particularly, you do have to take a lot of leaps of faith and you do not mm -hmm. know if it's going to work out in relationships and in, in other aspects and sometimes they don't and you've got to pick yourself up again and take another leap of faith and so on and so on 
It is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Take that, Rochelle. Say, Rochelle's X. Go for a superhero film. What? Take that, Rochelle's X. You can find parallels between art. You scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> Proved him wrong. Go on, Jonah. Hit us. So my movie choice is um, Short Term Twelve. Has anybody seen it? It's been on my list for such a long time. And you I haven't, haven't seen, seen it yet. yet. You sound very smug list? about that, Jonah. <laughs> I was going to say, because I, I've, there's so many films I've never watched before that people always talk about. So I'm never in the situation like, you never heard this before. <laughs> um, Go on, gloat away, Jonah. But no, so um, Short and 12, it's got Brie Larson, Rami Malek, um, a couple of other big stars. Um, re- really, really good. Um, it's about, it, it kind of focuses around Brie Larson's character. She's called Grace, and she works in a... Um, it's not just like a foster home, but it's for like, um, uh, what's it called? I- at-risk youth. So every, all the youth that are in there have specific, you know, difficulties that are much larger than the average person. Um, and she herself has a lot of issues too. But uh, when is I was she in the home? Or is uh, she, no, she, she she's like, a wo- she works okay, there. Yeah, right. she works helping the kids. And um, basically I was watching like some of like, you know, reviews and um, kind of descriptions about the movie. And one theme that they spoke about that I just really, really liked was empathy. The whole the kind of drive between for the character Grace is empathy. And I really, really like that. Because I feel like that, you know, when you, when, like every, you know, kid in this, um, this care home, they have something massive, like, going on in their life, which maybe not everybody can relate to because, you know, I know everybody's life has that many troubles. But it does make out the point that everybody has stuff in their life. Everybody has crap going on. Everybody has trouble. Like it, it may not be the same as yours, but they still have something. And Grace's character is kind of pushed forward because of the empathy she has for all these kids and everybody around her. And that as the movie goes on, you find out that you know Grace isn't just kind of you know this regular twenty-something girl wanting to help kids. She's also gone through some really horrific stuff in her life, and her life because she gets pregnant with her boyfriend. And I'd c- I don't want to give too much away, but that ends up being a massive point in the movie because of past things that have gone on in her life. Um, And she kind of has to make this decision to let go of these troubles and these horrible heartaches. I mean, I don't want to give away, but it's it's horrific what's happened to her. And she has to let that go. And I think there are a lot of people who come into their 20s who have to learn that if I want to push forward and have a good rest of my life, I have to let go of what's previously happened to me when I was a kid, when I was younger. And they kind of have to let that go. And it's a really hard lesson. Um, and I think that's... But she's driven forward still with empathy. She's not kind of... She, well, you know, she's not bitter about the situation, but obviously she doesn't take it. It's, it's hard, you know. But she's driven forward with empathy. And I think in this world, it's so easy to let empathy go for other people because you're focused on what you already have. Oh, sorry, the troubles you have. but you, And you forget that everyone else is already going through stuff themselves. And I think empathy is a really important thing to hold on to because it's really hard. And that's why I like and that's why I think everybody should watch it. And also, there are some outstanding performances. Like, if you like watching movies with, like, actors... <laughs> if you like watching movies... <laughs> no, no, but if, if you really... If you're, like, if you're into acting and stuff... You should watch Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, if you're into acting and you want to watch some really outstanding performances, this is a movie to watch because the, the whole cast is outstanding. So, so good. Wait, Jonah, are you saying that the rest of the films that we've recommended, that the acting isn't <laughs> outstanding? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, no. But like, it, it, it's kind of, well, it's like, you know, it's Brie Larson Academy Award winner, Rami Malek Academy Award winner. Like, they're all so, so good. Just saying. Legally Just Blonde saying. is great too. <laughs> Not seen it, but it's good. Yeah. Go on, Adrian. Your time to shine. What's, uh, what's, what's another one? Should we do one more each? Uh, yeah, one more each, and then we'll do the quick fire round. Yeah. So, quick uh, but Adrian's got his shout outs as well, so we'll, we'll have Adrian's well, shout outs. I also have shout outs technically. What'd you say, Rochelle? Sorry. Like, I also have shout outs technically. Jokes, never. Oh, yeah, then you yeah. can. Sh- <laughs> we'll, we'll do the, yeah, we'll shout out. The, we'll do one more like discussion, and then you can shout out the last movie you had. There we go. The second film that I wanted to talk about, um, genuinely one of my f- absolute favorites, all time favorites is the film Little Miss Sunshine. Yes. I've heard so much about this, but I've never seen it before. You've never seen it? (laughs) Have you seen it? No no context. All right, okay. For anyone who has seen the film, that that means badly sung. They will know exactly yeah. what that is, and it's hilarious. <laughs> and if you and were, so it would be wrong. funny if you just randomly did that though, and there was no context oh, to the film. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> there is. But on my bad days, that's the song that I'll put on when I'm walking down the road, and I'm just like, yes. If you didn't recognize the song, <laughs> it's uh, "Super Freak" by Rick James. Just. What do you mean if they didn't recognize the song? That was faultless. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Little Miss Sunshine. So you boys haven't seen it. <sighs> no, not yet. I was really, I was really scared. So I was really scared of this because, genuinely, it's just one of the best films ever. I watched it again when I was extremely young, and it wasn't until like I rewatched it again and again and again when I was older <laughs> that I really, like, genuinely just like was able to soak up everything. Um, but basically, you mm-hmm. have a family of. <laughs> Are you okay? Why is Rochelle laughing? Because it's such a good. <laughs> it really is. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we have a family of six people, right? There's the mum, the dad, a little girl, a kid, a boy, a teenager, uh, the uncle, and the granddad. And they decide to take a, a cross-country trip, and this is in the US, a cross-country trip so that the little girl can enter a Miss Beauty uh, pageant. Um, and it's just incredible the way that each character has a role to play in the film like they're not just dead weight they're not just there because they have to be but each character just like beautifully like has something to say and something to share and something to add to the whole story of it Um, like for example you've got the teenage boy who's taken an oath of silence because he wants to become uh, a, a pilot a jet pilot um and he wa- he's, he's, he's taken that. I missed the connection there, but I'll, I'll take <laughs> no, it. No, because okay, he, sure. you know, the, the mentality of like the Air Force and the mentality of like being in the military is that you have to be extremely, um, what's the word? Quiet. Disciplined, thank you. Okay. Quiet. <laughs> hello, hello, I want to join <laughs> the military, please. Yeah, so you have to be really disciplined, and so that's quite kind of like a goal that he sets for himself. Obviously, the little girl really wants to become uh, a Miss Beauty, and it's just like beautiful because she is like not like your average typical 
beauty pageant girl, you know, which is mm. completely disgusting. I completely disagree with the all the whole idea of beauty pageants and stuff. Like I just think it's horrendous and just but yeah, we can talk about that on another podcast. Um <laughs> he invites himself back. Yeah, no, I was I was thinking of the <laughs> podcast. Uh, How do you survive the beauty pageants? Um, <laughs> really great podcast. Check it out. <laughs> close, close rival. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say our sister podcast. <laughs> yeah. Sister podcast. <laughs> um, it's very awkward because it's me and Joan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's not like um, like what you would call like. A traditional uh, candidate for the beauty pageant. She's like, she's a little bit chubby. She's yeah, so funny and so charismatic. Um, was nominated for an Oscar for that film. Just so you know, she was the youngest ever nominee for the. Oh, she was nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was nominated for that oh, for wow, that role. That's impressive. Okay. And I think um, I think mm. what really like tipped it over that nomination at least is the scene that uh, Rochelle was referring to because when she goes to the beauty pageant, basically it's her grandfather that has been training her um, for the beauty pageant and they all have to showcase her talent. Rochelle is 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 laughing, <laughs> by the way, just for our beautiful audience. She, she can't control herself. Because as soon as he's describing it, all I can do is imagine it. Yeah. And it's great. They all have to showcase her talent. Great. Sorry, Adrian. And uh, her talent is, oh. is dancing. But basically her, her routine, like I said already, is like a Super Freak by uh, Rick James. But it's like a, a stripper's routine because she was taught by grand- like... Because her granddad's oh. been coaching yeah. her. And, and the thing is like that sounds horrible and that sounds... But the way it's done, like it's not for comedic effect. Like it genuinely is like she loves her grandfather so much and she wants this so much that she wants to make him proud you know what i mean um and it's actually really like rochelle can't stop laughing it is funny but it is actually extremely heartfelt i don't want to spoil it but basically all of the stories like i said all the characters have something to add to the story um Mm. and it just steve carell is in it um it's like in like a a serious role yeah, an amazing cast. Greg Kinnear, um, Paul Dano, um, um, what's she called? Dano. Oh, man, what's she called? She's an Australian actress. Um, Tony Collette, thank you. Well, there's only got five yeah, of us. So. Tony Collette is in it as well as the mum. And yeah, I, I cannot recommend that film enough. Um, so what what kind of life lessons did you did you learn from that film then? What life lessons did I learn? Um Or would you are you just recommending this purely for the entertainment and the joy that it brings? Because clearly Rochelle remembers <laughs> this and just had a great moment to herself. It's a, like it's so a lovely it film but also hilarious. Really good pick you me can't up. watch it and not yeah. feel bad. Like it's great. It yeah. is. Yeah, it's like it's hilarious. It's really sad as well at some points. Um Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's just like it's very it's very real because all of these characters they're all heading to the same place, but they all have very 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 different goals, and they all have very different things that they want to accomplish and do. And it seems as if everything in their lives just goes wrong. 
um, and it's the way that they react. Oh, we can relate to that. Oh, yep. <laughs> sounds, sounds good. Cool. Do they try and? It's the way that they. Uh, Chinese <laughs> it's the way that they react to to everything going wrong, and the way that they, rather than just kind of like separating themselves, um, they like they really stick together, and they, mm. although their goals are kind of like some of them are just not achievable anymore but like they stick together to accomplish that one goal at least and it's just really hot yeah it's heartwarming it's really nice that is good that's nice yeah, yeah. and so what were the 10 other movies on your list or do you <laughs> want to go through everyone else yeah first? I'll save it to the end oh okay, okay yeah sure yeah. sure sure we'll save oh, it yeah, to the end we'll do a a countdown or something in well, another Michelle, 10 hit, hit us with your I'll do it like you know those uh, like the fun fairs alright 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 in a number 10 we've gone <laughs> sorry go on it's like the old charts in the 80s <laughs> when you said like the fun fair all I could think of is like scream if you want to go faster and I was like I don't understand how it relates <laughs> it's just like what <laughs> you're like, you're like oh, I'll do it like at the fun fair. I was like, when is there a countdown? I don't understand how that relates. No, but that was my point. I was like, oh. when he was like, oh, we'll do it like a fun fair. I was like, when is there a countdown at a fun fair? Like, the only thing oh, I, I can see. imagine someone saying at a fun fair is like, scream if you want to go faster. And I was like, oh, no, I mean, like okay. in the style of a. In the style of someone who works at a fun fair, not like, I, don't, I know that there aren't countdowns. But Jonah, Joe, like, just for future reference, like, when Rochelle says something you don't understand, just smile and, and nod and she'll move on. Right, okay. <laughs> it's because my humour is on a higher level. It's not my fault that Adrian doesn't get it. Yeah. No. I'm oh, glad we're calling it humour. Ow! He's so mean to me. Mate. Um, Scotty. <laughs> Scotty anyway, Pippin, mate. Scotty. Oh my gosh. See, this is all he does. <laughs> Michelle to Beyonce you're Scotty Pippin every time moving on um so I know that you asked us to like come with three films and what I did was come with like three themes um so oh, hence okay. when like Adrian was like I'm taking 500 days this summer I was like well my other one in that theme was this one um because oh. oh, right. I was talking to my housemate about it and running through general films that I might pick as the three um and she pointed out that you've got a lot of films that are just sort of like that lone person going off to find themselves but I think is again quite <laughs> apt for um, people in their 20s um, but the ones that I was thinking of probably in particular were um, Dead Poet Society um, Great film. Garden State must be very good. and The Secret Life of Walter Mitty <sighs> Yeah. I was I was literally searching that right now on Google because when you said that I was like oh my gosh I remember this movie about yes, yes. okay it's yeah, such I, a good so film good. Um, it's like this magazine is like downsized and they're going into their last um, print issue and there's like this man that's been working there for ages and he's like the liaison between um, like this sort of weird photographer that he's not really met but sends all of their like great pictures and um they're like oh here's an envelope full of negatives i think you should use frame i think it's like frame 25 um for the issue and he can't find it like it's not there so he ends up going on this quest and going on this mad adventure and 
doing loads of stuff that obviously he wouldn't usually do if he was in his stuffy little office job that he'd given everything to um the soundtrack is phenomenal like it is so good like i will actively listen to that soundtrack um but i think it's just one of those things where because i was the other general theme of films was like films about work and i was going to say office space um which is laughable (laughs) but um (laughs) um I think the thing about this is as much as in your 20s you'll do a lot of jobs that you don't like or seem a bit dead endish actually to make sure that you go out there and to find the adventure whether it's through work or through like your personal time I think there's something to be said about actually enjoying your 20s rather than just having to survive and get through and do everything else I think change our title (laughs) (laughs) but um like yeah you've you've got to survive them but what value have you had if you just get to first and you're just like woo i got here now i can enjoy it you've you've wasted 10 years <laughs> like you still need to be able to find some sort of enjoyment while you're surviving like it's about mm. like appreciating the days that you do have and making sure that you make the most of them um while listening to great music on the way so the secret life of walter mitty is the second film that i would uh dunk on in yeah, I would definitely 100% recommend. So, so good. Mm. Anyway, you, Joe. Well, you're <laughs> next. <laughs> uh, so this... Uh, oh, here we go. <coughs> Still going through puberty. It's all right. Only 28. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are we going for another MCU film? No, I, I, I limited myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just recommend the MCU. Spider-Man <laughs> the Spider-Verse is not in the MCU. <laughs> no, it's not. I know, it's I know. a Sony yeah. film. Well, um, we'll see how things pan out. I mean, well, that's the th- yeah. That's the Joseph has his theories. I so. do, I do, I do. the The next one I would recommend is Perks of Being a Wallflower. Great film. Oh. Great film. Mm. <laughs> do you know what would be funny? If it's like, oh no, that's a crap film. That's <laughs> a stupid <laughs> recommendation. I've not, I've not actually watched the film, but I've read the book. Okay, all right. Just on that note, have you heard that Emma Watson is quitting at- acting? Yeah, she's is she is she taking a break? Isn't is she? Oh, I heard that she I've was just she's saying quit. that she's just. Done until further notice. You yeah, know, like she's not well. Done until further notice. Well, no, 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 no. Well, no, but she says she. I see. She's like she's not coming back. But obviously, roles. anybody could if they want if they change their mind. But yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not upset okay. about that. I think she's a terrible actress. Carry on. <gasps> I think you're a terrible actress. <laughs> so <laughs> you're <a> terrible. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> He's starring Adrian Rojas <laughs> as, as Mitchellist Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. the West End Theatre. Yeah. Um. Well, I think she's pretty good in this one. Admittedly, her American accent is a tad, uh, is a tad, uh, fake. But you can tell <laughs> she's not really American. Yeah. But, but I, I think the same thing about Tom Holland. But you just kind of get used to it. Like I thought his accent was really, really good. It's all right, but you can just tell it's not real. It's like the same with with Doctor, uh, um, the guy who does Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, I don't think Benedict Cumberbatch's accent isn't yeah. super. I feel bad, like they're going to listen and care about what I say. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, I. I, I don't think that. Right, I don't but know. maybe it's just because I know what the real voice is, so I don't know. I think How good yeah, would yeah, you yeah. be but if um, Benedict Cumberbatch started listening to your to your podcast, was a massive <laughs> fan, and then got to this episode? Don't rinse I'm him. gonna have such anxiety over this. <laughs> yeah, just in case. I just, he also went to the University of Manchester, I know. and uh, he's an incredible <laughs> actor, and I'd love to meet him. Well, it's a shame he just um, pooed on his I accent. Couldn't do a better job. 
I think it is it is just really hard when you see them in other roles using the actual accent and then you see them do something different. You're like, oh, but you don't sound like that. It's, it's hard to replace yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for getting my back. We love you, MCU. Actors, <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah, please, please have me on. Anyway, so. <laughs> what have you on um, one of their films? In the MCU, that, that's one of my dreams. Oh. Genuinely. Who do you play? Genuinely one of your dreams? Well, I just. Well, I, just, I mean, it's one of those dreams that you just like don't think it's actually going to happen. But so it's like, not really a dream. But if they called you tomorrow, who would you play? You like, if you had to dreams. choose. Well, I just like to be in the MCU. I don't think I'd be a superhero. Uh, honestly, honestly, if they called me up and said, "Listen, we want you to play Captain America," I'd be just like, oh, "I just don't think I could do the exercise." <laughs> I'd have to be all CGI. <laughs> It'd all be all I'd CGI. have to be just one of those like mutants that does stuff with the mind. <laughs> right, I've got a question for you, Joe. Which one would be the highest honor oh. for you to be just like a background character who you see for like a split second? So like, say like a city's getting destroyed and you, you're just there like, like for like a split second. <laughs> I love that. That's my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> or, or. <laughs> hand, to the, hand to the forehead. Like, no. no. Or. Thor's <laughs> <laughs> butt double. <laughs> you would need to do a lot of exercise to do that show. <laughs> Can you imagine if you just stayed, yeah. oh, like physically, just stayed as you are, but your butt was just like <laughs> in incredible form? <laughs> so it would be like a, it would be like a close up. So it would it would just literally be the cheeks. Oh gosh. maybe the yeah. I th- I'm, I think I'd sway with the butt double. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. that was not what I thought you were gonna say. My guy, switch I mean, their own. Yeah. My guy, <laughs> walking around looking oh like God. a pregnant banana. I love it. Oh dear, <clears throat> put that on my CV. All right. Anyway, perks of being a wallflower. Being a wallflower. <laughs> so again, this is a this is a bit more of a coming of age, and so it's a. It's it was I kind of debated about this having this on like for you know a twenties theme, but there's a there's a line on it that Paul Rudd says, and I I love Paul Rudd. I think he's incredible. Ant Man, as somebody say. <laughs> yeah, he's in. He's in but he has done other things. Another theme here. Another theme. Um, the he says um, he says we accept the love that we think we deserve. Yeah. And. And that's kind of the theme because basically it's it's very similar to 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 what you were saying before, John, about empathy. Is, is each character is going through something, you know. There's there's the the actual main character, the protagonist. He's been through a lot, and and that's you know kind of really hard to watch when you realize what he's been through. Um, each of his friends are going through you know s- serious issues. His sister is being abused, and they just you know just accepts it kind of thing and and it goes on you know you, people really really do go through things and it's awful but what is great is the fact that they all kind of come together in this very misfit kind of group and they support each other and they love each other and, and there's something really special about that but it's the line we accept the love that we think that we deserve and I think it's really good for just evaluating you know we kind of talked about dating and stuff but sometimes you'll you'll date and you'll be in relationships and you'll accept things 
and you do have to make uh, compromises. Don't get me wrong. There, there is a level of compromise in every relationship. But sometimes you just accept that maybe you're not going to be that happy. <laughs> and uh, and, it, and I think it's this line just really helped me reflect that actually, do you know what? Maybe maybe <laughs> this wild concept. Maybe I deserve to be Thor's butt double. Maybe that's what <laughs> I deserve. You know, <laughs> but no, I deserve <laughs> deserve to be happy. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but uh, but it's just a it's just a great film, and and again, it's just a it's a film that brings hope and and again shows the importance of good relationships as well. And that's something that I'm learning in my twenties is that going for your dreams and your goals and you know your profession in in these talents in in gaining life experience is very very important and you know uh, yeah for for many different reasons but something that is really really important is having really really good relations really really good friends and and you know whatever that looks like maybe that's a lot of people maybe that's a few people but just making sure that you have those good relations uh, makes a really really big difference in your life amen <laughs> <laughs> this is when the gospel choir starts coming in but no that's true yeah. sounds good to me and it's it's one of the few films that will make me cry apart from Pokemon oh really which yeah. part do you cry at in Pokemon or this one <laughs> both <laughs> you cry at Pokemon both well, I mean, I don't watch it. Movie, I've not right? watched, yeah, Pokemon <laughs> just every just episode. You have no idea. How dare you? <laughs> Why can't we all just get along? <laughs> no, in Pokemon, it's the bit where um, uh, Ash leaves him in the cave, Pikachu in the cave. Uh, spoiler. No, I. I <laughs> it's the Jonah bit cries. where he gets. <laughs> that is the bit where I crawl. I I remember that being a tough moment in my I life. I don't remember that, but it's the bit where like uh, Ash jumps in front of like this blast and he gets like frozen, and then Pikachu tries to like tries to save him by electrocuting him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way he knows how to show love. Twelve-year-old <laughs> child. I'm sorry. Can I just you cry <laughs> that out? <laughs> right okay let me explain that was when my family first moved to england that was the first film we ever saw at the cinema in england it came out okay. and i was like we have to see this because i was a massive pokemon fan yeah uh, we have to yeah, go yeah, see it we went to see it and i thought it was the biggest waste of money and just <laughs> biggest piece of trash ever yeah, you're right. He tries to resuscitate him by electrocuting him, and then all the Pokemon start crying, and the tears bring him back to life. Ta-da! I'm sorry, what? Spoilers. Yeah. How, d- how do you think we came up with the vaccine? <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> tears. <laughs> Pokemon tears. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Oh, my yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean I'd, uh, well, that's that. So that, that was one film that put a tear in my eye but in this film in Perks <laughs> of Being a Wallflower it's the bit where you realise because you you are is it when he calls his sister that bit uh, I, well, I don't know but it's 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 the moment when you realise what tragedy or trauma he went through specifically because you get you get the idea that he's been through something yeah I think it's when he calls his sister what. yeah because he's going to kill, kill him yeah uh, 
<laughs> I like how you're whispering. Like, well, you I don't want to give it away. Like, you don't want to give it away. <laughs> like, the episode has been full of spoilers anyway. You don't want to tell them. I think it, no, I think it's more the flashback of the trauma that he's been through. Isn't that the, that's the same bit when he's on the phone to his sister saying it he's going to kill himself? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Oh. Well, there you go. There. <laughs> that moment, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh goodness. Tristan. I can't believe I just made the comparison of those two films. Yeah. But there you go. <laughs> I can. Very different. Very different. But same emotion, though. Cool. All right, John. I finish, finish this round off. Um, I'm, I'm tied between the two that I want to... Between the two that I held off. But I think I'm going to say Inside Out is the, the one I want to go with. I love Inside Out so much. That is one that will also make me cry. Oh, yeah. Um, when they leave... Is it Bing Bong behind? Mm. Oh, that actually, yeah. That sacrifice was the greatest, most tragic sacrifice in cinematic history, honestly. <laughs> I'm glad you added, I'm glad you added cinematic there. <laughs> Not cinema history, cinema. It's just, oh gosh, it just breaks my heart so much. But the, re- the reason why I think it's important to watch in your 20s is I just feel... It really clarifies and shows how important... <laughs> how the human brain works. <laughs> it's just, it goes into the science of how the brain works. Just science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but um, I think it just shows how everybody, how all the emotions are so crucial and valuable. Like, even ones you may think are negative, like anger or sadness, you may think, you know, are, are bad for you. And yeah, in general, obviously being too sad, too angry will, of course, is will cause very negative effect in your life. But those feelings are still... <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that's not very profound. I know. I'm going somewhere with this. Um, but those emotions are still crucial and valuable for you to go through to have a healthy human experience. And it kind of shows that, you know, the young girl, as it follows her emotions in her head, she's at her best when all those emotions are working together and functioning together as opposed to one of them you know being too dominating and you know things like that and so i think it just shows a really healthy expression that yeah being happy is is incredibly great and exciting but you do sometimes have to go through feelings of sadness and anger um, and jealousy and whatever the other emotions can't can't remember off the top of my head but they're just they're important too and you just have to accept them and make sure they're expressed in a controlled safe environment but they're still important and i think that's a really important thing to learn in your 20s this is the part of the podcast where we like to vent scream and cry about pet peeves from the week and things we do not want the podcast to be sponsored by so adrian did this last time rochelle would you like to go first what's something that really grinds your gears something that uh, annoys you oh i'm quite a passive person not something that we've experienced on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, as soon as I said it, I was just like, if my friends listen to this, they're going to be like, she's lying. Um, You're not a passive really person in any way. <laughs> but I th- the thing is, I think I'm really chilled. I'm like, I'm fine with everything until it happens. And then I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing that probably offends me the most on a, mo- like, on a regular basis is bland food. Like people's inability to season their food or to invite you. I'm going to make you dinner and you go around to their house and then it's just like, like beige with no flavor. And you're just a boiled like, potato. A boiled potato. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not even a lick of butter or some herbs on it. Like why? Yeah. Um, 
I think it's disrespectful to the produce. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I think it's disrespectful to the farmers who have made it, um, who have like spent their time like cultivating crops. I think it's disrespectful for the, to the person that you've invited round to waste calories and a whole meal of bland <laughs> food. And like, I'm not the person who would carry condiments in my bag because I think it's rude and my mom raised me better than that. But if you're going to invite me around <laughs> for bland food, I'm not coming again. Like, I'll invite you to I'm my house. I'm not the house. kind of person who carries condiments around in the bag because I'm not rude. <laughs> But it's fair. true. It's I'm not fair. like I also I also do not like people who salt their food before they've tasted it because I think that's rude as well. But also, if you give me a plate of beige, I'm just going to question you anyway. Like, mm. <laughs> um, there are definitely other things that I'm probably angry at or that I'm really upset about. I also get angry when people ask me to do my job, but that's different. Um, but bland <laughs> food, it offends me. Working. Mm. No, I like working. Just don't ask me to do my job if i wanted to do it at that point i'd be doing it currently i'm taking a break <laughs> <laughs> your break's been seven days come on <laughs> adrian is there anything that, that you want to oh, get off your so chest much, so much and i think yeah basically i hate it when you're really passionate about something or like you feel really strongly about something and people just shoot it down and i know that this sounds like an attack <laughs> but it's not it's it's not <laughs> aimed at anyone in particular like i'm not talking just about films but for example i'm talking about like for like when you say oh like i love fried fish and people are like oh that's disgusting like when they've never even eaten fried fish or oh this is the kind of food that i would eat as a child and just because it's not egg on bread they're like, oh, why would you eat that? That looks disgusting. Or, oh, I really love this film. Oh, you love that film? It's so boom. Man, let me love what it's like I love. Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but also, that... did, like, not liking something is not a personality trait. No, but that's trait. different. That's... Yeah. Like, yeah, I hate yeah, people. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's such a thing about not liking something. I was like, oh. Before I get... It's like, right, you've told me twice. Before I get um, countless abusive emails and texts and tweets and stuff um i'm just giving rochelle a hard time about the fast and furious i am the stupid idiot who would still go and watch it opening weekend <laughs> because it's the fast and furious of course you do that but i'm talking this is like a, a level up from that this is like people who it's like basically the verbal version of people who wear um rolling stone t-shirts when they don't even know a song <laughs> Basically, yeah, I, hate them. I hate them. I literally hate them. Um, but yeah, like people. Actually, who yeah, just you're right. I'm not passive at all. You <laughs> <laughs> wear Ramones t-shirts and don't even know, like, oh yeah, no, yeah. like Judy's a cook. Yeah, oh, people who right. just you shoot down your opinions or your likes or your interests without even trying them or even knowing anything about them. And I know that people were expecting big things because last time I came on, I was talking about people who pee on your foot. But you know. <laughs> I've matured. I've grown. <laughs> direction, <laughs> but yeah. I'm a different man. Very good. It's 2021 oh, now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Rochelle and Adrian, for coming on. 
Uh, Jonah, where can people find us? So if you want to keep up to date with us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HowDoYouSurviveYour20s or you can send us an email at HowDoYouSurviveYour20s at gmail.com or you can visit our website at HowDoYouSurviveYour20s.com And Rochelle and Adrian, where can people find you? At Last Day Pod (laughs) or on a street corner. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. At Last Day Pod on Twitter and Instagram or if you want to get in touch by email, it is LastDayPod at gmail.com Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks Amazing, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for listening and make sure you check out the podcast as well and you can hear us next week. Thank We're you very much. Really Bye-bye. sorry. Bye. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you an absolute car crash.